After Dark. I'm here with Liv. We are chatting again about just anything that happens to uh, to, to cross our minds and to uh, to to excite us in the moment. Um, Liv, it's wonderful to wonderful to talk to you again. It is wonderful to talk to you, and I think that the people have been crying out. Please, any thoughts that run through your head. Go ahead and record them. We will listen to them. I've just heard people say that over and over again. And finally, now is the time. People have been saying that a lot. And I, I, I kind of feel bad that um, I've been blocking everyone who says that um, on Twitter. I feel like maybe I should have been listening instead. Um, I, it's just a it's, a it's a weird quirk of mine. But um, we're, we're all trying to grow here. No one's <laughs> no one's pointing fingers. That's right. Yeah, I think. um I think you're right. I think the uh, the people pointing fingers are also people I've blocked. So uh, <laughs> if, if anyone if anyone is doing that, I can't see it happening. Uh, but if you are, I I respect and understand you as well. Um, Liv, it's uh, it's your birthday week. Happy birthday week! It is my birthday week. I don't know if it'll be my birthday week when people listen to this, but it, I, <laughs> I am hoping to release this on your birthday week. Wow, maybe I know. on my birthday. And which day is your birthday, just for the people listening? Uh, maybe I can release it a day or two before so they can get something <laughs> off your wish list. I don't have a wish list. Maybe it's we the... <laughs> can get you a wish list. It's uh, Friday the 17th, 717, Wonderful. World Emoji Day. If you look inside of your phone and you go to the uh, calendar do, do I have to emoji. break the phone open? <laughs> if you go to the calendar emoji, it's my birthday. And wow, like, that's pretty cool. Like like a, a nerd, I truly thought that the calendar emoji somehow like Apple knew your birthday whenever you I, got your phone and like everyone's calendar was their birthday. Honestly, was, wouldn't surprise me. It was years, years of using the emoji and never realizing everyone Everyone knew my birthday. Do you think that's? Do you think that's because? Do you think that happened uh, as a, as a sort of cosmic kismet because you are such an e girl? Um, I think that. I mean, e girl in the best possible way. There, of course, and yeah. as as an honorary title. I don't. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know that I am an e girl. I'm an e woman. I feel like I'm. Okay. Especially after like this will be my twenty eighth birthday. That's like. You are way past your girl years. You twenty eight is the first. Yeah, that's definitely the first year I think that feels like you're a bit of an adult. Mm, yeah, I mean, maybe you felt like an adult before. I felt like an adult probably for the first time around twenty eight. Probably like twenty, twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, that's whenever fair. I was like, that's fair. and and that's so funny because like I'd been like professionally working for years, and it's like. No, I think I finally have it together now. You are you are killing it. I feel like the only thing holding you back is uh, the global pandemic. Uh, but in that way, you're just like everyone else, and you're better than everyone else because you are killing it. You're just you're just you're great. You're, you you everything you touch is is turning to gold. Wow, that that is huge if true. I would it love is. that. Yeah, it, it's big and true. It's one of those classic things that is both big and true. <laughs> well, have you been have you been gaming at all? Have you been playing any games? Have you given give you given yourself over to the joys of video games oh. in, in these days? Um, uh, me me and my boyfriend have been maybe playing Overwatch again. Um, 
whether for better or worse, who can say? Um, but otherwise, I've, I finally downloaded a mobile game this weekend. And yes, it's Duolingo, but I feel like that counts. I'm doing something Ooh. mindless on my on my phone. Are you are you finally learning uh, Australian? I'm pretty good at Australian. I can only do like a gruff crocodile dundee voice like i can't make it into like a feminine voice but that's okay i don't even have a feminine american voice so like i, I, I don't know i would say your voice has has a kind of femininity to it i would, <laughs> I, would I wouldn't say that you have an unfeminine voice you don't think i have the american version of a crocodile dundee yeah usually if i think about some like extremely tough of like bayou style uh man i i hear your voice in my mind <laughs> i hear i hear them say hello what are you doing at my uh, end of the swamp please leave before i gut you and it, it's it's just friendly and nice it's just me yeah that's right um uh, no i've been so i've been doubling up on my duolingo so i'm doing ooh. french which i took four years of in high school so i should Lovely. know pretty well but i never had to use it after high school and so it's like all of it's locked in my head and like as i'm going through it like i'm able to jump past things pretty fast which feels great um that i can just like test out of a lot of stuff it makes me feel like i'm smart even though that's cool i can't actually like speak this language to anyone fluently but uh, duolingua knows you're smart like it's 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 like i like stuff like that because it feels like it's accessing the secret intelligence buried in your mm, brain mm-hmm and then I started Japanese, which is very, very hard because um, I'm pretty good at languages. Like I studied French and Italian and Latin and Old English, and all of those were pretty easy for me to start picking up. But Japanese is hard because it's a different alphabet. I didn't realize yeah. how how big that would be for like a, an older person trying to learn a language. I would like to learn Japanese also. And that is interesting to hear. Maybe I'll download Duolingo. Wait, I can't. I it, it, that would be the wrong app because it's called Duolingo. That's OK. I, I think it's pretty, spider. pretty fun. And it definitely like has the same addictive qualities that any other mobile game would have. But you feel like you're doing something a little bit more productive. Mm, yes, that makes sense. Like, I think, you know, there's all the games I've been playing just to like while away my time have not been particularly productive. I have started to play uh, a game on my D my 3DS, which is a game that a, a, a patron uh, wanted me to play. Um, and that has also that has felt good to be able to just like enjoy myself, but also get work done in times when I don't usually do it. Like, I think mm. if I was relaxing myself and learning a language, that would that would almost be that would almost be too much pleasure. I, it I, feels I think it really wonderful. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you uh, are you feeling like you will learn French or Japanese first? Well, I like I truly do know a shit ton of French. Um, <laughs> what would that be in French? Uh, I don't know. Ton mail. What? Ton mail. Like shit. What, what would shit ton be like? Ton? I, don't, I don't think that that uh, translates. If there's any native French speakers listening to this, I don't think. Um, I mean, married would be. Yeah, but yes. I don't know that they use that as an idiom generally. Oh, hmm. 
You think it's you think it's a purely American? Do you think it's do you think it's a Louisiana idiom? Do you think that that it that came from your neck is. of the woods or my neck of the woods? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I would. Hmm, that's a really good question. That I just. <laughs> anyway, I just feel like really good about myself. All the uh, native French speakers are now more to rear. So. <laughs> oh boy, this is great because I had noticed. Uh, I got a, I got an email from from this company called Chartable today that uh, said where uh, no cartridge had charted in the like culture and art charts on Apple, and we were we were at one hundred eighty. Three, I think. Wow! Look at us go. Yeah, the the top three is interesting. It's like a, a podcast by the National Portrait Gallery, something else, and then a podcast by someone named like Heroin Dad on XXX Tentacion. So I don't know, man. Like it's it's a little much. Like it's it's a little hard to say. But I feel like. The one thing that I noted was while our popularity was up in the U.S., it was down in France and other areas in Europe. And I feel like if the podcast was in French, we would be able to nail down that market. Oh, yeah. We can we can definitely branch into the the Euro podcast market. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think like – the thing is, there are so many podcasts in English, but I have to assume since I have I haven't heard any, there are none in other languages. <laughs> that seems correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so we'll, we'll be the first. Uh, let me ask you this: What? What? Um, I, so obviously, the thing you want most for your birthday is to see your boyfriend, and we we completely understand this and mm. and and stand it. Um, mm-hmm. And if anyone is running an illegal operation, uh, wink, 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 to – I mean a perfectly legal operation, wink, 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 to get Americans to Australia, uh, you know the, the web address is nocartridgeaudio at gmail.com. So just, just you know, let us know. Um, but beyond that, what is, what, is your, what is your birthday desire? What are you hoping for for your birthday? Um – Nothing. I have no expectations for my birthday. (laughs) I think I, like many other people, and definitely many other July birthdays, cancer gang, um, cried cried on my birthday every single year for many years. Um, And I don't think that – I think that's probably pretty common for people to cry on their birthday. Just like be – deeply sad that it's their birthday i don't i don't think that's i mean look i i'm realizing this is based on my perspective and i don't (laughs) i'm not usually sad on my birthday but i mean maybe others are it's certainly possible i don't know i just never really had any expectations for my birthday and it's i don't know Hmm. no i don't want anything I can't imagine what would I want. I like truly have like the luckiest life imaginable, other than the fact that I don't know when I'll ever see my boyfriend again. That feels like it feels like a big caveat. It's a big say. one. There's like, a... what else can you want whenever you have that in your way? <laughs> That's true. Um, I thought briefly about uh, trying to track down the bayonet of voice actor again, but I feel like in the middle of uh, in the middle of a pandemic, it probably isn't the time to to refresh that. <laughs> uh, acquaintance um yeah i think like when when i was stumped at uh kristen's birthday one year i got uh one of the people from reply all to wish her a happy birthday because <laughs> we were following yeah that was last year right yeah that was last year and she was very surprised by it um 
but yeah, it was that was that was fun. And I feel like that kind of thing is neat because it's like something that uh, is not at all tangible, and so I mean, practically speaking, it's it's not something you could want, uh, which makes it mm. feel a little more. I don't know, like somehow a little like less. I don't know how to say it. Like it, it feels like it's it's something you can want more, even if yes. you don't want anything. I I do like that kind of stuff. Stuff that's like purely treats. It's never anything. Like I would never want any material good given to me for my birthday, but I like experiences. Um, mm. So I might go like on a picnic with one of my friends this weekend. Um, oh, nice! That would be lovely. Yeah, except for it's about 1 million degrees here. So I may think it's a better treat for my birthday to not leave my house. <laughs> it is July in New Orleans or not New Orleans in Louisiana. It's also July in New Orleans. I, suppose, <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that. I know we're not talking to anyone who lives in New Orleans right now. Um, but it's July in Louisiana, which I have heard from my friends in New Orleans is just the, uh, the ultimate time to stay inside forever. Yeah, it was like over 120 degrees in New Orleans this weekend, which seems um, bad. Got to say, too hot. Too hot. I um, I would not want to uh, would not want to be out in 120 degree weather. It reminds me when we were in Chicago and the polar vortex went through, and in I think like Wisconsin or Minnesota, it was negative 90. I was like, hmm. I just can't imagine I want to be in negative 90 weather. No. It just doesn't seem good. Uh, it got to negative 15 there, which remains the coldest that I walked around in. Um, That's wild that I've been in colder weather than you have because you actually live there. Wild. And I drove there during the, the polar vortex last year. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't in the polar vortex last year. Um I, I do imagine that it got colder in Chicago over time. Uh, that was not the coldest time it was ever there, but um, I did. It was cool because I had to walk the I had to walk Ray because Ray was still um, living with us at that point instead of with my sister where he gets to eat uh, chicken breast for breakfast every single day um, like a like a true king. Um, mm. But um, I um, I had to give him a walk and it told it like. They had all sorts of warnings all around. And I wonder if this is the same with 120 degree weather. Perhaps you'll know. Um, but they had warnings everywhere that you shouldn't stay out in it for more than 15 minutes. And uh, mm -hmm. the walk was exactly 15 minutes. And I had bundled myself really far up. And I basically got got to the 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, you know, what's cool is like I'm, I'm feeling OK. Like, I guess I'm used to this cold. And then I was like, wow, why does my body feel so like tingly and weird and like my heart's beating too much? And I realized it's because my body was shutting down. Uh, it's not meant to be in 15, negative 15 degree weather. You have to leave at that point. Yeah, um, that seems not good. <laughs> what's it feel like in 100? I mean, what's the hottest you've been in? Um, I don't know. This So it wasn't like truly 120 degrees. It was probably like 100 degrees in New Orleans. and then, Oh, but heat index style. Yeah, 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 with humidity. So it's like hard to tell really. Um, I don't know. Hmm. 110 to 120. Did it ever feel as if like you – like what does that feel like? No one really like goes – I don't know. I've never had to like stay outside during that kind of weather. I I guess is my my privilege is I would rather just like stay inside. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but even in my house like this weekend because it's it's been pretty similar here, just like 110 index. It's like gets hot inside my house and even like 
running the AC all day, the humidity makes it so that it's still a little bit uh, stuffy inside, a little bit swampy. Uh, yeah, that's a that's rough. I don't like that feeling when you like can't ever get away from the humidity. It just always feels a little swampy. If I had known that I was going to live here for this long, that I probably would have gotten a dehumidifier. But now it's like I'm, you know, I'm moving to Australia. I don't. Need why? I mean, why spend the twenty dollars on a dehumidifier? It looks like move. it was hundreds of dollars at Lowe's. Is there a twenty dollars oh, dehumidifier? Oh, in the home. I thought you meant. I thought you meant like a dehumidifier you could put in a room. Oh. You can get one for like your bedroom. Huh. Maybe yeah, like uh, you just put water in it, and like it puts up a little spume of uh, of dehumidified air, and 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 puts the room at a little bit. Or I'm sorry, humidifier, dehumidifier. I mean, yeah, you can. Get yeah, I think that for sure. I Am I thinking a, of a humidifier only? You're thinking of a humidifier. Is a there humidifier no? Which of course you put water into. The you air. do not need. I do not want to put extra water into the air. Uh, oh, yeah, understandable. Um, would you? I mean, I wonder if there is a. A cheaper option for if anyone in the audience knows um <laughs> this is not going to become me looking up things on amazon no um, no, no i'm not it, i'm not gonna buy one i'm i'm a grown woman i can live through one more swampy summer that's really cool i admire <laughs> you for that i think it is cool it's like it's neat that you can live through another swampy summer it's it, you have you have a lot of um got a lot of moxie is what i think I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I think you got plenty of moxie. Sure. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to talk to you. Um, it really is. Um, I want to know, um, are there any video games that speak to you from a birthday uh, perspective? Like, not that necessarily have birthday themes in them, because we, we've thought about that, and I can't really come up with any outside of, like... Um, Oh, what's that game that that uh that game that the person who did um Detroit Become Human did uh for the PS4 Heavy Rain where like your kid has a balloon and you're trying to find them and then they die and you have to yell their name the whole time that like completely sadistic scene. That's the only birthday scene I can think of in a video game. I don't even know about that. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's not great. I was um, thinking like Animal Crossing and the Sims have birthdays in them. That's Anything way better. That has like a Neopets has birthdays in it. Anything that actually knows the real date has birthdays in it. Did you enjoy your Neopets birthday? I mean, like, I understand that it, like, your birthday has made you cry in the past, but. <laughs> it's is... not that dramatic. It's just like. Like, I mean, it's always, like, interesting that it's my birthday. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. I think I oversold how sad it makes me, but it's just, like, I think I have a gut emotional reaction to most things. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Neopets was fun whenever I was a kid on my birthday because you got like a special layout that had like balloons and stuff. What kid Did- wouldn't like that? And you had an increased chance of random events on your birthday. That was Ooh, pretty cool of Neopets. That's very cool. Did anyone like give you presents that you like on your friends list or whatever? Like, was there uh, a friends list in Neopets? I'm like, I'm completely guessing here. There is a friends list. I don't know that I ever had like close friends on Neopets. Mm. I don't think I made any friends on Neopets that I like carried off of there. Um, 
which is is bizarre. But I guess I don't know. I was a kid and I also didn't like share any personal information. I don't know what I would have told them to, you know, <laughs> become friends offline. Yeah, um, or to have like a particular um, present they would give you or something. I guess in Neopets, like they could give you like a rare item, right? Like in those yeah. kind of like economies, like WoW or whatever. Like they're like I, I could think of something to give to someone in a video game before I could yeah. think of something to give My- them in real life. My friends would give me stuff on WoW, but I think people were more selfish on Neopets whenever I was a child. I mean, it's just like it's a it's a self it's a selfish economy. It's Neopets a, it's, was it's, hard. Like the the good stuff really was like expensive whenever we were kids. Wow, gold wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> people just gave you gold and said like, "Yeah, happy birthday," and it meant nothing. I wouldn't say it meant nothing. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, uh, I have another question. What is the best game you ever got for a birthday? Because I feel like when I was a kid, up until like I could afford my own games or used games at like Electronics Boutique or whatever, I feel like when I was a kid, like game, getting games for your birthday was like a big, big deal. Like I always look forward mm. to that. Like I might get one and that would be really cool. Did you ever get a game for your birthday? And was there ever one that was like particularly memorable for you? No, this is so sad. No, like I've talked about this before is like my parents didn't really want me to play video games. Right. Um, So like my brothers would get video games for their birthday and Christmas. But like I mostly just played the games like that were given to them. Um, I, I would get a couple of games for Christmas, but not for my birthday. For my birthday, I don't know. My parents always gave me stuff that they wanted me to want um, for my ah, birthday. That's rough. Um, this seems depressing. Like it's not it's not that upsetting, but uh, no, I wish I had. You know, memories of like my parents being like, "Oh, what would Olivia really want? What would make Olivia's day?" No, none of that. <laughs> that kind of you know who parenting. I think? Do, I do, I do think Daniel probably is thinking that your boyfriend. Um, is thinking, what would I want for my birthday? And what would make your day? Oh, yeah. I'm sure he is. I don't have to worry about that. I never think about it. I truly, like, I never anticipate what he will or will not do for me. And it's always just, like, such a beautiful treat. Wow. You guys are disgustingly romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I, I think that it's kind of nice that, like, no one ever treated my birthday... I don't know. Like my, not that my family didn't acknowledge my birthday, but uh, just like I was saying, like I was always given gifts that other people would would want me to want instead of like what I would want, and so I never like have any expectations built up for for anything, and so everything that I actually like is just such a beautiful treat, and and Daniel knows me really well, so. Aww. Yeah. It- and last birthday question, and then we can talk about something else. Because um, I, I know it can get rough talking about your own birthday. I get it. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, if people wanted to turn my birthday around to make it like a month-long extravaganza, then like by all means. If they I don't, do that. I don't ha- I'm not one of those people that's like, don't mention that it's my birthday. Like, I just, you know, let, let's not talk about it. I'm not that person. It's just like sucked in the past, but I'm totally okay for it to rule in the future. Uh, I mean, I think if people want to do that, they should start it on July 17th and it should go till August 17th. 
Ooh, I don't mind that idea. I think I'm going to, I'm going to hereby say it here and I'm going to tweet it a couple of times and see if people can get on board with the month long birthday celebration. Of <laughs> uh, I think this is only fair. Uh, is there anything you're going to treat yourself to? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I ordered, um, vegan cupcakes from like a local baker that I found on Instagram that does Ooh, nice. vegan options. So like I've never really had nice vegan cakes before. You've so never had nice that. vegan cakes? Mm, I've had okay vegan cakes. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for a better one. It's just like there's only so many people around here that do it and it's never like their main project. It's always a side project. So I just like bounce around and find if there's a better one. That's fair. I hope this one is delicious. I hope this becomes your standard. Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> well, I, I hope you'll, I, I expect you'll be reporting back. I'll probably buy myself some flowers. I like to buy myself flowers every now and then. <laughs> I would like, it would, it would give me all the joy of the world. If somehow all the listeners of no cartridge sent you flowers and you had the whole house filled with flowers and then it would give me all the pain in the world when it was actually just like a huge inconvenience. Hmm. I would. It would be a little bit upsetting that everyone knew my address. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't love people, that. <laughs> people have their ways. Their ways are. <laughs> I will post it. Uh, no, no. That would be. That would be frustrating. Um, the possum knew your address, so. I miss my possum. I hope my possum comes back for my birthday. That I would did, be so great. I saw the possum this weekend. I did. Um, we watched the Gone Girl film. Uh-huh. Um, people love it. Not, not a great movie, not a great movie in my, in my opinion. But as the credits started to roll, what do I do? But look to my left outside of my patio window is the possum crawling along my, uh, backyard fence. Oh, it, it hasn't left. It's still checking, still seeing if it can get back in, but I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it can. Are you going to leave the door open for it? <laughs> If it's hot, you're hot. Come on inside. Aw. I think I think the the bit you have on Twitter where uh you, the possum is like an elemental force that lives with you is uh just to me the truth. And you, you love the possum and want it to live with you. I've never done a bit. Anything that I say is <laughs> <laughs> from my heart to your ears. It's it's not a bit about the possum. I am just constantly thinking about it. Well, it, so I, I don't mean to be rude, but if it wasn't a bit, why don't you let the possum live with you? Uh, just because, like, I worry about my cats. Like, because mm. I, I thought about it. Like, I'm not super scared of this possum, but, like, it did upset me that, like, this possum had been coming in for probably, like, around a week before I knew about it. Because um, my bedroom's upstairs and just, like, it always comes in at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. And so, like, I fell asleep on the couch one night and I woke up. And I heard munching on cat food and I look and I see both of my cats sleeping with me. And so I sit up and I see a possum eating cat food in my kitchen. Yes. Um, Get it, queen. And so it it did upset me that like uh, I think possums like aren't super vicious. But like if my cats had gotten into it, then like one of them would have damaged the other. Um, uh, yes. I mean, that's fair. That it reminds me of when. um which I wouldn't love either way. Oh, yeah. No, it would be awful both ways. 
Um, it's it's the loves of your life and the the elemental that has possessed your heart. Mm-hmm. I prefer to think of the possum as an elemental instead of an animal. Um, it's like a new spiritual idea I'm toying around with. Uh, <laughs> not really, I guess. <laughs> the possum um, is your patronus. Is what you're trying. Yeah, to say. Right. <laughs> I've just become like a big time Harry Potter guy. Um, but the um, I think what's like what's it reminds me of when in um, in Chicago there was a um, there was a a bunch of coyotes running around um, it, because they had escaped from the zoo and then um, why were there coyotes in a zoo? I don't know. I, I that I don't know. It was the Lincoln Park Zoo, which is a really nice free zoo. Actually, they they seem to take <laughs> quite good care of the animals, um, but they were living in the Lincoln <laughs> the- Park Zoo. I believe, and then escaped. I and can't get over the name because I've never had to like think of Lincoln Park as anything I know. besides. It takes a really long time <laughs> to get over the name. <laughs> they, they just sang all sorts of like extremely upset and angsty music there. Uh, I, I feel like they, um, I feel like they included the 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 animals in that. They could do backing tracks uh, if Chester wasn't on those or. Uh, Whatever the other, whatever the rapper guy's name was, uh, uh, Mike Shinoda. Mike, Mike Shinoda, thank you. Um, they they also were given a first right of refusal uh, to be on Jay Z songs uh, on that um, crossover. I do think that Lincoln Park is more important than Abraham Lincoln, so I feel like they should rename it to Lincoln Park Park. <laughs> I like to imagine that Lincoln Park named uh, their their band after the neighborhood in Chicago, and that. Chicago would recognize this choice by uh, naming the neighborhood after the band. They're named after some actual Abraham Lincoln Park. They're from. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's the one in Chicago. Right? They're from California. Oh from well, Agor probably not Hills. then. Let's see. I guess it makes complete sense that they're from California. I don't know why I thought Chester Bennington the third and Mike Shinoda grew up in Chicago. It seems. <laughs> Almost unreasonable now that I think about I it. I think I would have known if they were from Chicago. Also, R.I.P. to Chester Bennington the Third. Yeah, R.I.P. to Chester Bennington. Truly, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park did so much for us. He was an icon. They and gave and gave and gave, and we did not respect it. No, and you know what? Like, just the ultimate level of confidence and and flex it takes to release the greatest hits after your first album. I just, it is, is that, very cool. Is it's true? just like, I I thought it was silly when they did it. And now looking back on it, I'm like, you know what? That's the coolest possible thing you can do. <laughs> like, what a, what an incredible thing to do. Like, just like the, the level of confidence in yourself. Wait, what was the greatest hits? Wasn't there like a, didn't Linkin Park release like, let's see, Linkin... I think you're making this up. This is where this is exactly where I was expecting the. Uh, you're thinking about reanimation, the remix album. Okay, yeah, maybe I was thinking of the remix album. Okay, that's that's different. Um, let's see, when did that come out? Yeah, reanimation came out like I think a year before Meteora. Yeah, wow. like just after their first, like. I guess still putting a remix album out after you only have one album is, I don't know. 
there's a level of, of confidence there that I admire. Mm-hmm. But it's That's not the greatest another, The other mobile game that I've been playing this weekend is called Song Pop, and it's what I used to play. Well, now it's on Song Pop, too. I used to play Song Pop whenever I was at LSU waiting on the bus. Mm. And it's like all it does is play you a clip of a song and you guess from four Oh, that's so cool. Four options, who the artist or what the song name is. And you just like battle other people to like guess songs faster. And that clicks with my brain so well. Did and you, so like, did Linkin Park show up? Oh yeah. Cause like my best ones are like 2000s pop, 2000s like pop punk and alternative. Ugh, so much fun. They're just playing like, playing like a, uh, uh, um, a clip from Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, and you're just slamming that button down. I could do that pretty fast, yeah. They're always complaining. They are always complaining. Money is such a problem. We've got mansions. We can rob them. That's true. You know that I've met them, correct? You've met, you've met them? Have you, you've met Benji? Oh, yeah. I've met Benji and Joel. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't met anyone that famous. I've met... Um, <laughs> it was at the in, local mall. <laughs> oh, at like a meet and greet or just like randomly? There was like one summer in Shreveport that they had like a bunch of fairly big bands do acoustic sets at the local mall. Like Whoa. this was one summer. They never did this again, but it was Good Charlotte was one weekend. Reliant K. Whoa. Boys Like Girls. It was like a couple uh, – I can't remember if it was anyone more than that. But those were all like fairly popular people at that time. It was like 2006, 2007. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's no joke. Like I, I – we never did that in our town. No one came here. Um, the people I always – I met the, – the most famous band I met all of at one point or another was AFI. Because you could <gasps> – you could wait outside of oh. yeah, I know, right? I I only met Davey once, and he oh he just like gosh. said hi to us, and then went inside. He was like he was the only one you wouldn't you usually see. But if you waited outside the venue in the line, usually Hunter and Jade uh, and Adam would stop by. Oh my gosh, that's what I want for my birthday. I would. You love want to meet for, AFI? I would love for Davey or Jade to come on. I would. I think it would be hard for me to talk, but I would. I would love that. I will. I will email. Uh, I will try and find out who their agents are and see if we can get Davey and Jade on the podcast. I feel like. I feel like if anyone would come on, they would. I'll just say I'm one of the people in Philadelphia they used to see. I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually, I actually have, and maybe you know what? Maybe the next time I see you or the next time I am at the mailbox, I will send this to you because uh, it's it's something that I keep around and I I really have no reason to keep around it. Eventually. Uh, someone will make me uh, get rid of it, and it will make me extremely sad. Um, but I have a, a a copy of Black Sails in the Sunset that is um, signed by all of them. <gasps> oh, um, there's, why would you ever have to get rid of that? I don't know. I, maybe I won't. Maybe I don't have to ever get I rid of it. But I don't think. I, but you shouldn't cool. have offered it to me, and then and then I might still. I, honestly, <laughs> I may still. I may still send it to you. I kind of. It would kind of be cool to send to someone else and and have the like. Just share share that magic. Um, I don't have that many signed albums because not that many people came here. It's like truly I have Good Charlotte and Boys Like Girls. But then other than that, I have like Christian bands from church mm-hmm. camps and then um, Kaya of My Neck, My Back fame. Mm, um, that's cool, actually. That's a great one. Yeah, because um, my best friend uh, – 
whenever she went to Colorado, they were like talking to each other on Instagram and he like showed her around Colorado. Oh, Um, cool. And we're, we're big time fans. Well, of course. I mean, my, my back is, is iconic. It is iconic, but if you're new to Kaya, there's so much more and truly it, it hurts my heart that people listen to my neck, my back and said, that's enough for me. I don't need any more from this woman because she's incredible, an incredible songwriter. I love mm. her. That's not mm. irony. I, I, I really. Oh, do I like know. Kaya. I know it's not irony. <laughs> when have you ever been ironic about a band you like? <laughs> never. Truly I don't never. think it's in your. I don't think it's in your 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 bones to be ironic about like media you actually enjoy. Mm. Um, I think the only things I have signed are, I have. Um, I know I got something by Bad Religion signed at one point, but um, that was like later on. Uh, I got I got a set list uh, from Tiger Army and uh, like a poster signed by them, which was very cool because they were my favorite band then. Um, I don't know what else. Maybe something at some. Oh, I I had a signed Pennywise poster that I had hanging in my room like my old my old childhood that I got at the 1999 Warp Tour. That's the dream to have been to an old warp tour. Yeah, I think I went to the last warp tour that could be considered old. I guess 2000 I was there too, and that I guess that's still pretty old, but after that they all got kind of new. Mm. See, like my my middle school years are like when I knew about warp tour, so that's like 2003 2005. Uh, um yeah. but, and like who would have been going then? Simple plan. Oh, Simple Plan, uh, definitely. I think Bad Religion was at almost all of them. No Effects was often at them. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I, don't know how many I went to. I think I went to like three or four. 2000 was a weird one because I went to it in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And uh, Asbury Park, if you've never been there, uh, I mean, why? It's, it's I, I'm sure <laughs> you've been there, Liv. I, I, I don't doubt it. Um but it's just like it's a short town, uh, but it's very depressed um, at this point. It's not as popular as it once was. Uh, and so, like, the venue was just basically like a parking lot, um, like most Warped Tours. I mean, it's not that's not too surprising. But the um, it was on, like, the hottest possible day. And I remember I got so dehydrated. And because I was, like, you know, 17 or whatever. Um, I know I was it wasn't then. It was like it was 2000. I was like 15. Um, so maybe maybe it wasn't then. Anyway, th- there was a warp tour where I was extremely dehydrated, and because I was too young, I was before I was like eighteen and thought like I could spend money on anything. Um, I just didn't buy any water. I was like, buying water's a like that's a lie because water's free to to the people. Um, and so I was getting so dehydrated that I ended up drinking out of this communal bucket <laughs> that was like filled with melting ice. Um, that everyone just like drank out of for some reason because we were all so hot. Yeah, I I try not to think about it too much. It's one of of those things that like it happened, and I was like, oh, why? Have you told Kristen the story? Huh? Have you told Kristen the story? I'm not sure. I've told Kristen the story. (laughs) I've told Kristen the story about how I fell asleep um, next to the subway in New York uh, because I was too drunk. Um, But that that's probably less. Uh, distressing than, than this story <laughs> where I probably got several parasites that I just didn't know about and lived with me for a while. Um, yeah. Cause people were like, 
washing their hair in it and stuff too. But it was like they were Fuck all just like off. I hate were, this story. They were all just like punk idiot kids. So they just like everyone just drank the water too. Uh, like I said, I try never to really think about it because it 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 it's something that I think I would have only done at a very very specific point in my life. Wow. So now you know it too. Yeah. Um. Gosh, what else is is there to say? Um, I mean, you know, you know us. We could talk about pop punk forever. Yeah, we could talk. I mean, we've talked to pop punk legends on the show. Uh, That's true. If you want to count uh, Weedus, and I think you should, uh, yes. then then two pop punk legends. Um, yes. Just un- until we get Jawbreaker on, then it'll be three. Oh my gosh! What if we got Jawbreaker? All I on can the think show? about is <laughs> Davy Havoc. All I know. I, I I honestly I wonder I wonder if I got in touch with with like AFI's agency if I could get them on the show. I I can't imagine that it could be that easy, but it would. There's be great. a a zero percent chance that Davey does not play video games. There's definitely a zero percent chance that Jade doesn't play video games. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, they they started that techno thing right after they, they right after they were okay. Done with, let's like, not call Black Audio that techno thing. Black Audio is truly uh, <laughs> maybe you should be contacting their legends of their us. own. Uh, <laughs> That was around the time when I when I sort of stopped listening, not because I didn't like it, but because I sort of just like lost track of all the projects. Um, I think that's okay. So while we're talking about this, I uh-huh. will say Lady Gaga on her new album Chromatica, now available for purchasing or streaming everywhere, um, has songs that are both. Uh, reminiscent of Black Audio and also of Animal Collective of uh, AV Club namesake fame. Ah, uh, is that really where where AV Club comes from? Animal Collective. Well, that's where AV comes from. Oh, from. okay, okay. I didn't know that's where AV came from. That's really yeah. Interesting. I whenever I was sixteen, seventeen, I named my night elf druid AV because a druid is kind of like its own animal collective, and then yeah. AV became my main, and then AV just became like my gamer tag because it was that's like my cool. Main, my wow main, yeah. That's very cool. I had no idea. Um, huh. I love that. Hmm. But, but I, uh, I was so excited to hear, uh, like, kind of like 2010-era stuff to, to be on Chromatica. I liked it. Yeah, I think I think Lady Gaga is, is doing some pretty interesting stuff in the vein of, like, the kind of more experimental, like, queer coded if not also queer artists on twitter like i feel like there's like this pop movement to do cool different stuff mm. um maybe that's silly because maybe there always has been but i don't know i think that neat. she she probably is more in touch with that on a direct basis like mm. i think charlie xcx is probably the person that's like most famous and most actually in that sphere um but i know that gaga was like in touch with sophie who's a like a a famous queer pop musician and um like whenever making this album but i don't think any of those songs actually made it to the album i don't know so they'll just they'll be on the the legendary b-sides 
Oh my gosh, I wish she would release B-sides. I think that's like what Carly Rae Jepsen gives to us that not many other people do. It's just like, mm. yeah, we wrote a we wrote a ton of songs in the studio. Just have all of them, please. I, I, I don't know why more people don't do that, to be honest with you. I think people just get worried about overexposure mm. and I don't know. Well, they should look to Carly Rae Jepsen, who has just just made a ton of money. Don't don't we love making money on this show? She is interesting. She is interesting. Do you like her? I don't. I I yeah. Don't, I don't have a Carly Rae Jepsen opinion. I have to. I have to be honest with you. Um, I like Call Me Maybe. It's a nice song. Um, I never <laughs> a year really ago, listened to more. A year ago, last week, my boyfriend and I saw Carly Rae Jepsen at the Ryman Theater in Nashville. It How was, was it? excellent. It was truly excellent. Oh, wonderful! That's a really neat place to see her. It is. I was so excited that like I got to go to the Ryman for something while I was already in Nashville. And then it was her on top of all people. Unbelievable. Yeah. That, that Daniel, he just has a way of knowing when Carly Rae Jepsen will be in town. Whenever I tell him that she will be. <laughs> it's you. You're the way. <laughs> I, I've, often, I've often said, and perhaps this is why Daniel secretly doesn't like me as I'm what uh, can, I don't, I'm, I'm drawing yeah. on it's it's a bit now uh, but, uh, no uh, uh, I've often said that the real magic uh, behind the uh, the the AV Daniel uh, magic is is live what <laughs> that did not come out as smooth I thought that was like a I thought that would be interesting, and uh, and saying it out loud, I was just trying. I, like, it, you ever get to say one of those things where like you, you're saying it out loud, and then immediately your brain's like, "Quick, get to the end of this." This was a terrible choice to say this out loud. Yes, that happens to you too. Okay, good. <laughs> I would I would disagree that I don't think that I'm the the Magic. important part. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think the... there's an important part of the relationship. I think you're both important. <laughs> No, I don't think there's any um, any magic driven from me. I think that we we truly are just uh, we're soulmates. Aww. Sorry, sorry to say it, but we are. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I love <laughs> I, my friend. I feel so bad because, like, I know whenever I say it, everyone else is like, "Oh, I don't have my soulmate," and it's like, "Well, sorry, Every, I do." Everyone else. <laughs> No one else in the world has a soulmate. Not that I'm aware of, no. You got the last one? Yeah, I got the one. This is like this is like when like you got like it's like when uh um like Secret of Mana uh, came out and I just wanted it and I had to check it every store and you know none of them had it. Yeah, I have my Secret of Mana man. Yeah. <laughs> Secret of Man. <laughs> Secret of Man. <laughs> I mean, of course. Uh, I mean, who who among us does not does not think of Daniel as the secret of man? Everyone else out there is oom. They're out of man. <laughs> this is this is something you've thought through. I, <laughs> it's I, not. I'm fall. I'm I'm full of man. But this. <laughs> You mean to tell me that fam and um are something you have not thought of? You've not thought about the fact that you are full of man while everyone else is empty of man? Everyone is 
is um and i'm so sorry for y'all but i'm not i'm not like y'all i'm different <laughs> yeah <laughs> rip to your grandma but i'm <laughs> i'm 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 fom i'm fom <laughs> Well, I noticed it has gotten to 930, which is generally your bedtime. Um, I don't know if it's your bedtime, but it's generally when I know I know you get tired. I don't like much later whenever I that. start saying stuff like um and fom. And <laughs> no, they're like, what, all that... right, time to wrap this one up. No, I, that's that's when I know that you've gotten to peak peak content mode. <laughs> That, but peak content mode is just before you go, you get really tired. And I, I get worried. You know, I'm your friend. I I, I, I want to be sure that you're feeling feeling good and ready for the next day. This is something that, you know, it, it, it happens with you. It happens with piss. Like, I, I care about my friends and want them to be rested when they need to be rested. Because mm. um, I can't be. But you should be. Um, I probably could be if I um, tried a little bit. But as, what as the you choice pointed of? Out, one of the joys of working from home for me is that I get to wake up an entire hour later. Are you working from home again? I know yeah. you have to go to the office a bit, so that that's good to hear. Yeah, a little bit from home, a little bit at the office. Oh, good. I know you. I know you've enjoyed working from home. It is. It is. I do. It does suit me. I love um, it. It suits. Anytime me. they tell me I have to walk into the office, I say, "Please, God, no. Please do not make me." <laughs> Please God, I, I I I appeal to divine intervention. I'm now like upset. I'm like, why am I not paid for commuting? I feel like I should be paid for commuting. <laughs> How can you pay up. me the same whether I stay at home or drive to the office? I I don't believe it. You should you should um you should bring that up to them. I think I think if you bring that up to them along with like um a couple letters by Lenin. It would uh, it would go quite well. If anything, if Twitter has taught me anything, it's that everyone's a, an epic hacking Marxist and will love what you do with it. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel bad because some of our friends are epic hacking Marxists, but I just I got to be me. <laughs> a, a, are, a, are you a, not one? <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a dour, sad Marxist. Um, <laughs> I, I, I insist on reading theory and, and never enjoying myself. The hecking epic Marxists are having fun. And I, <laughs> my, I, I can't. My political views have always been like, just like, why doesn't everyone have what they need? And then people told me that there was like a name for that. And I was like, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not changing my perspective. I'm not. Uh, I'm not asking uh, you to give me a name. I'm asking you to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If we want to trade the term "sweetie" for "ml," then you know, go for it. But I'm just. I'm just here being a sweetie. <laughs> I feel like you and Kristen have the same same political perspective. Then, which is, uh, why doesn't everyone have like everyone should just have what they need? This seems like it's bad when people don't. Which I think is like on some levels the purest and best uh, political perspective you can have. Yeah, it does not feel. It doesn't feel political. I mean, it is political, but it's like I I came up with this whenever I was a child. I was like, why do we have money? Why don't we just like each do our job and then we have everything if everyone just does their job? I bet your parents really loved hearing that from you. <laughs> I remember I came up with it in the in the Barnes and Noble parking lot, and my Ooh. mom was like, "Well, we just have to do it. We money. We have to have money." And I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Did it happen? Did it happen when um, 
did happen when you wanted something cool and uh, and you were unable to to get it? Like, why doesn't like because as a kid, I would expect that to be the way that your mind worked, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, um, I, probably so. Because, I mean, we were not well off. And so there was many times that I was like, oh, I want this. And my parents were like, well, we can't. Right. We can't. But then I like I was around no one else like that I went to school with that felt like had money problems. And so it was like, but they don't, you know, mm. I guess it was, it was probably pretty selfish to, to well, come up with that idea. I think it's okay to start from a selfish perspective, especially as a child mm. in a Barnes and Noble parking lot. I, just I mean, what does the world expect from you? I just wanted a fucking book. Yeah. And you didn't, it wasn't even like you wanted like a DVD. No. You didn't even want like the Criterion collection of uh, Seven Samurai or something. No. That is a thing six-year-olds want, though. Yeah. But speaking of books, if any of y'all love books, then do I have the podcast series for you? <laughs> what is it? It's called uh, No Cartridge, GG No Reread. We already have. Uh, Three, three, three. Well, we have. I think we only have. No, we have three ap- episodes out. Oh yeah, I, I I endeavor to get those produced and out pretty fast. We have uh, three beautiful episodes out. If you would like to, I don't know why you would be listening to After Dark if you don't listen to like the. It would be very surprising if you were just <laughs> if you were like, what? Excuse me, there's more of this. <laughs> but if if you're not aware, then we um, or if you're feeling intimidated, we pair a video game and a book and you don't have to have had played the the video game or read the book. So please listen to those if you're if for whatever reason you're listening to this and, and haven't also listened to those things. Those yeah, keep no, please coming do. at I, you. I'm very proud of the work we do on, on GG No Reread. I think it's excellent. Yeah. Um, and, and hearing like uh, if you if you didn't catch us just like constantly feeling good about ourselves after our second one, like we've had, we've had authors of the books themselves tell us how how much they like it. And that is a very good feeling. And I was very excited to hear Italo Calvino say those things. <laughs> yeah. Italo Calvino <laughs> risen from the dead <laughs> just to tell us how good Gigi no Riri is. Um, I felt very good whenever Philip K. Dick said those things. I felt I felt good, although I felt bad for all the all the theologians and scientists who were panicking and screaming about uh, the return of of dead authors. Uh, but you know what? I gotta that gotta can't break be held against us. Yeah, to make an omelet, and I think it's good. I think it's good we made this omelet of a <laughs> podcast. But no, you should definitely go back and look at those. They're in the main. They're in the main uh, feed of No Cartridge. They are. Um, they're really fun. I think they're. I think they're one. One of the best compliments I got that that Liv passed around. Um, the um, the it was a compliment saying uh, even when Liv and I disagree uh, on stuff, uh, they like the person liked the. The, the way we handled it, because we gave each other the space to express it. And even if we didn't end up agreeing, we, we ended up kind of expressing both of our positions and, and, and talking through it. Uh, and it's 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 chill, but it's, you know, we, we care about the stuff we're doing. I think I think that is a really nice thing to hear. And I believe that about the podcast. Yeah, I like it. it it's nice. It's nice to have thoughts and be friends. It's nice to have thoughts and respect each other. It is nice to have thoughts and respect each other. And I got to say... I respect you. Oh, wow. 
I know I've never said it before. I've I've (laughs) held out this long. For for my birthday week. Wow. Yeah, for your birthday week, I'm finally going to say it. I respect you. Um, No, but in in all seriousness, I do. Um, And I respect the fact that I'm sure you're tired now and we should we should call it a (laughs) night. But um, uh, any any final thoughts, any any birthday uh, birthday wishes for the world or for yourself that you'd like to pass along to the, the lovely audience? Um, be kind to each other, be deeply kind to each other. Being deeply mm-hmm. kind is revolutionary. And I don't think that, um, I think that people pass off being kind as being surface level, whereas like being kind is the most, um, respectful and thoughtful thing you can do. Yeah. Wow. And sometimes being kind isn't being polite. I will say that. Yeah, I will. I will say that, and I won't say which specific ones, but like, because um, th- that's like pointless. But the, I will say there have been times where you have not been polite to me, but have been very kind in doing so. Um, <laughs> that's. And, and, yeah. I wouldn't even say like you hadn't been polite. It's just that you you were not reserved, and you didn't like do the thing that I think a lot of people understand as polite, which is uh, just say like only kind things, and if there's ever anything that bothers you, just kind of like leave it unsaid. Um, and you don't do that. And I feel like that is one of the the kindest things you've done as a friend because it's allowed me to um, learn something and not not be like just like uh, go along with my life and, and make people upset anymore. And that was good. That was helpful. Wow. So I agree. Wow. That's so nice. Yeah. Of course. I think that sometimes being polite is not being respectful either. So mm. I, I try to to respect everyone. Well, you do a great job. Um uh, except uh, you don't respect like Nazis and stuff. Um, I don't want the audience to think that. No, so, I I don't think it's I, not like a monkey. I'm trying to think back. <laughs> trying to think back to what I said that could have possibly led to there. Well, you said you respect no. everyone, and I just wanted them to know it's not like an all lives matter thing. Mm, no. You know these these. <laughs> These unprecedented times. I don't want anyone to think that you've become like uh, really into fascism. No, um, that would be a rough turn, I think, for a lot of people. I think that would really hurt a lot of people's uh, hope. It would hurt my hope, certainly. To be clear, I still do not support Nazis or fascists. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for being clear on that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I've been getting a lot of feedback recently, so I just wanted to address the concerns. (laughs) I've been getting a lot of feedback recently in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) A lot of worrying feedback in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) Well, thanks again, Liv. Um, We should do these more often where it's just kind of just us talking. I don't know if anyone likes them, but I certainly do. I like talking. Yes, I like talking, and there's no other way we could do it other than podcasting. If only they'd invent some sort of technology, <laughs> but we're at the mercy of the of the doers, I suppose. Um, go follow Liv at AV Club, A-V-E-Y Club on Twitter. Um, she has two great cats and one great possum that sometimes shows up. Um, Aww. They're, they're, the pictures are still there. There's pictures to prove we were there if, if, if the Get Up Kids are to be believed. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can follow me at Hagelbon. Um, I don't post as many pictures of my cats. People are still surprised that I have two cats, but they are not, they don't like being photographed that much. Hopi and Lula are not big photography cats. Um, they just kind of like standing around the house and freaking out running. 
They're very strange cats. Um, not like rolling a daisy, you are normal. I think that I talk to my cats too much. I think that they've become... I think I've treated them too much like people. and They think they're people? Yeah. I Like, they have whole personalities. Like, I'll go to people's houses sometimes and they'll have cats that are like furniture. And my cats are like whole egos trapped inside a cat body that are just screaming to get out. I feel like Hopi and Lula are not quite as... Uh, um fully realized as as Roland and Daisy. Um, I don't think they're furniture. They they both are too weird to be furniture. Lula is extraordinarily neurotic um, and loud, uh, but also demanding of affection all of a sudden, which is very weird. Um, and Hopi uh, is very skittish around everything, except if she likes you, and then she will not stop licking you. So uh, that's like those are personalities in a way, but they're very cat personalities. Mm-hmm. Welcome to cat chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I anyway, like to... happy Hi, birthday Liv. to me. Happy Thank y'all for joining us. Big 28. <laughs> Big 28. Happy birthday month to live. The, the year that we thought was not possible as children. Very into Nirvana. Mm, 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 interesting. It feels like a big year in that way that I passed the the fatal twenty seven. I feel like I, you know, I felt that way too uh, when I turned twenty eight. I thought, well, I guess I'm not one of those people who will die at twenty seven. <laughs> I guess I'm not like, one of the cool ones. Well, I'm not part of the twenty seven club, which is a a feeling you should have for twenty five seconds before you're like, oh, but that's cool. It means I get to live longer. <laughs> It's a, a feeling that you should have at 12 and then never again. Yeah, you should be like, oh, I hope that's me. And then at 27, it should be kind of like the ring where you're like, oh, I really hope this doesn't come to fruition. That would be a real problem. All right. Now we're both going off the rails. Good night. Everyone. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>